Hi, I'm Sandra. And I'm Holly, her daughter. And you're listening to a brand new episode of our podcast, Living a Hell Yes. Hell yes. Right. I'm going to be honest. This is our third take of trying to get through this intro without laughing because we're both in a bit of a giggly mood. So, mum, if it's okay with you, I'm going to head straight into today's topic. Wonderful. Amazing. So what we are talking about today uh, is being kind to yourself. Um, I think everyone at the moment, um, especially in the UK, um, it can be a little bit of a tricky moment with all that's going on kind of in the media and with the Queen, um, Queen Elizabeth II passing away. And whether, you know, you have warm feelings towards the royal family or not, um, grief of a kind like that, you know, of a public figure um, that's been present in all of our lives for such a long time can definitely trigger grief for other people that you've lost or grief that's much closer to home. And so people may be feeling weird whether they felt, you know, close or really love the Queen or not. And so I think in order to acknowledge that and to hopefully help in some way, I think ideally we'd love to talk about what you know, helps us and how we're kind to ourselves in moments of stress or difficult times and how that gets us through. What do you think, mum? Yeah, no, you suggested this. And um, I think that's, I think it's a really good topic. It's interesting, actually. I was with a client last week and the um, the death of Queen Elizabeth really affected her. And she was really surprised by that. Um, not necessarily a royalist at all, but she was really surprised that it actually triggered grief that she had many, many years ago. So, and and she was she was a lot better when she left the session. I, I'm not talking about the session, but what I'm saying is when she, she came in, she was quite wobbly with it. So it, it's a really good um, topic, I think, about being kind to yourself. The thing I've noticed as well with this is that, and it's also the same with COVID in the past couple of years is that just it just seems like so many things are changing. And as you say, you know, whether you're a monarchist or not, whatever, the fact is, though, that for 70 years, good or bad, whatever you feel, whatever your opinion is, good or bad, it was a 70-year solid, you knew what you were doing, you knew what Constant. was going on. Constant, exactly, thank you. So, you know, again, change it's more change it's more change and I think um for a lot of people that could make them feel a little bit wobbly so I, th- I think that was a really good idea whole so we're going to do it in a way aren't we where we share what helps us yeah so I thought we could bounce back and forth and each give maybe three things I think people have really enjoyed these episodes before where we kind of go back and forth and give our own little tips that work for us as individuals um so do you want to go first giving yours or do you want me to go first by the look on your face you want me to go first I do I do (laughs) okie dokie so to kick us off the first thing that I do and this is gonna maybe might make some people laugh but usually if I'm feeling down or if I feel I need to be kind to myself the best thing for me to do is to go to bed (laughs) (laughs) And this is if it's in the evening, ideally, but sometimes, you know what, even if it's in the daytime and sometimes I just need to take myself off to bed. Reason being is things for for me, definitely, but I think things generally when they feel bad or you're feeling low or whatever it is, however it manifests for you, um, it's definitely worse at night and it's definitely worse when you're tired. So for me, actually, sometimes the kindest thing that I can do is to go to bed, get an early night, rest and come at it with a kind of, you know, 
renewed outlook the following day. But I just think for me, if I'm trying to solve something or figure something out or just hope that I feel better and it's getting later and later into the night, um, I just need to go, go to sleep. Um, and even if I'm not able to sleep, just kind of, you know what I mean? Being in bed, listening to something, an audiobook, music, reading, whatever. Um, but just to try and kind of get myself into a sleepy state, that definitely, definitely helps. Yeah, that's that's um, that's really interesting, Hole, because as we know that when we sleep, we slow down momentum on anything, obviously. So if it doesn't feel good, then yeah, take a nap. Or if it's the evening, do sleep. It does slow naps. down momentum. Interestingly, though, I don't know if anyone else um, gets this, but naps can actually sometimes make me feel worse. I know, you've said that before. Yeah, sometimes I wake up from naps feeling really disorientated and a little bit kind of unsteady and, and freaked out. <laughs> so Ooh. for me, I avoid the naps and I just go to bed. Mm. Um, but even if it's earlier in the day, kind of just taking yourself off to bed, like bed, the bedroom for me is a really kind of safe, do you know what I mean? Mm. Quiet, chill, calm, light a candle. It's just different vibe. Mm. And so if I just retreat kind of into there, even that makes a difference, even if it's not bedtime yet. Uh, and what would you do? Would you like read or yeah, just yeah. read or just kind of you know anything you know watch a bit of YouTube, watch a film, anything that's kind of light escapism. So you're mm. not lying there trying to solve all your problems or figure things out. But I think just giving yourself a bit of space away from people if you live with other people, um, you know, ideally away from your phone, so you're not just scrolling mindlessly or looking at everyone on Instagram, you know coping with things better than you, doing more interesting things than you, succeeding and achieving more than you, like, you know, try and remove that definitely and just switch off for a bit. Yeah, no, I think that's really great. Really, really good. Um, and does that work for you? Does that, yeah, does does that work for you? Marja, I wouldn't suggest it if it didn't. Oh. This, is, this podcast is all about authenticity. True that. Um, <laughs> Goodness okay. me. So for <laughs> me, um, what I was thinking was, and I think this is something that, um, I'm not sure people do this enough, actually, and I would love people to do this, is um, ask for what you want or need. So if you're, if something's going on and you're not feeling good or, you know, there's, there's a situation or something, we, we do tend to have this whole thing of, I should be able to get on with it. I'm not going to bother anybody. I'm not, it will all get better. It will, at some point, it will all get better and all this kind of thing. Really ask for, identify if you can what you need, because that's the first step. And sometimes we can't even do that, which is fair enough. But if you can try to touch into that, that would be really good. And then follow through on that. Commit to asking for what you want or what you need that you know will help you. Um, I think that's incredibly important. I don't think we do enough of that. Um, I think we can become solid, solitary. We don't want to bother others or whatever it is. And I, I think then we become more insular and that's not being kind to ourselves. And reaching out is sometimes the thing that's really, really helpful in in being kind to you. I agree with that. Yeah, definitely. And I think sometimes, you know, you can't, you don't always know what help you need, no. but if you do and something else is holding you back from asking for help, then, you know, definitely trying to overcome that, I think is, is a form of being kind to yourself. 
Yeah. Can I just add, I, I've just touched on it a bit, but I just want to add from what you've just said as well. I really do. Being kind to yourself is not going down the should route. When we go down the shoulds, that isn't being kind to ourselves. That's going down a route that you think is the right route because other people would think it's the right route. Um, that's not being kind at all. Being kind is touching in with what you want, with what you need. And um, that's something that I really think would support. Definitely. Mm. Definitely. Love that. So what's um, number two for you, Hope? My second one mm. is to put things in perspective. So love that. Say, for example, I've done my first one. I've gone to sleep, <laughs> woken up the next morning. Um, try and put it in perspective. Um, so, you know, I don't know if I'm not being kind to myself and I'm being hard on myself or setting really high expectations and sometimes impossible expectations or something's gone wrong and I'm just beating myself up about it. I think it's good to put it in perspective, you know, um, remind yourself of, of key things such as, you know, you're only human um, or, you know, you're only kind of, you can only do the best you can. You can only work with what you've got and that kind of thing. And just, I think perspective can sometimes get a bit skewed and a bit out of whack and that can then snowball. Um, and so sometimes the kindest thing for me to do is to just remind myself, chat through it with someone that's really close to me and someone I trust and just kind of brings me back down to earth a little bit. I think that's, that's something that I found really useful. Um, it rather than letting, you know, thoughts run away with you. We've done an episode recently on catastrophizing and I was talking about how I have the tendency to do that rather than letting that cycle kind of happen, you know, putting it in perspective, nipping it in the bud straight away. But I find that I can only do that with a clear head when I've had some sleep. So that's why that for me would kind of be the thing that comes next. Um, in the, do you know what I mean? If I'm feeling low and I feel like I need to be kind to myself, which we should be being kind to ourselves all the time, ideally, but sometimes we get out of the routine. Um, that's the next thing I would do, put it in perspective. Yeah. Can I just add then to that yeah. whole, for because uh, what you've said is really relevant to this and you've, you've mentioned it twice well, to, in two, your two points about sleep. And it is so important that sleep is part of your kindness to yourself. So I'm not saying about people, for instance, that find it very difficult to sleep because I, I do think actually that that's, that's increased um, as COVID has come around and I'm not the greatest sleeper in the world at all. But what I am saying is that if you, if you can sleep, if you are good at sleep, so to speak, but you're giving your hours to work or something else instead, then be aware of that because definitely and absolutely your vibration drops when you haven't had enough sleep. It really does. And then as you say, Ho, you can't get into that place of clarity of really just being able to focus from a clear place. You, you, you know, you've already built momentum at that point because you don't have the clarity from that rested place and that higher vibrational state. So I just wanted to add to that. Totally. And I think it's kind of self-care generally as well, which we've discussed before. So, you know, I've highlighted sleep because for me, that is quite an important, important thing. Things can definitely kind of 
um, spiral more for me emotionally or, you know, in terms of thoughts, if I haven't had that, but all of the other things as well, you know, getting outside and, and eating as well as you can and, you know, being hydrated, all of that stuff definitely comes into it too. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's just the, the the key thing for me. What is your number two tip for being number kind to yourself? Mama? Okay. But I just want to say that was so cute. Cause that just reminded me of when you were a baby, you always, I always knew when you were tired. Um, so that was, that was so cute i think most parents probably know when their babies are tired i don't know what you're trying to infer or suggest there with that comment i think i I was an angel i think all parents that know this know that when their baby is tired oh yes that can build momentum on that but it's so but cuteness that's what it is okay a blessing again i'm gonna move on really quickly before (laughs) um, i think you should yeah yeah okay so number two about being kind to ourselves is or being kind to myself is a bit like what you said about thoughts going, you know, like losing perspective, but this is a different angle on that. Being kind to ourselves, I really, really believe is, is choosing, having the, making sure you choose to focus on what feels good because we are so, so good at not doing that. We are so good at only focusing on what doesn't feel good especially when we're in those times of no sleep or something's kicked off and, or or, I don't know, somebody said something to you that morning and then all you can do is focus on what doesn't feel good. And I really do think that it's really important that you choose where you put your focus and choose to focus on what feels good. And it's really interesting, actually, I gave myself an affirmation today, interestingly enough, and this is the affirmation I gave myself so if this helps anybody, seriously, take it, run with it. And, and I really hope it helps you. But the affirmation I gave myself was, I choose to notice only that which nourishes me. Okay. I, I, I don't want anything, you know, we've got a reticular activating system, as we know. So your reticular activate, activating system will actually look for what you're focused on. So I've actually given my... RAS, that the the directive that I choose to notice only that which nourishes me. I do not want to be in the ballpark of noticing anything that doesn't. So that I really believe is being kind to ourselves. I think being really aware of where you focus is, is really important. I laughed when you first, um, I was on mute, but I, um, I laughed when you first said that because my third one is do what feels good. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so not, yeah. yeah. Less about choice, more about doing, but yeah, I think that's a, a really good point for sure. And so to, to kind of follow on from that quite nicely, mm. that is my third one. So do what feels good. I think sometimes we feel I don't know, guilty or like we should be being productive or we should be, you know, on the go or we should be always helping others or, you know, that kind of thing. And I actually think sometimes the kindest thing you can do for yourself and those around you is to do what feels good to you. Um, You know, sometimes for me, that's actually kind of, you know, if we're all at home um, in terms of Ellie and I and Ralph and stuff, sometimes I just need to go to the bedroom for a bit. Do you know what I mean? And and have some some kind of alone time, just chilling, reading, whatever. 
That bedroom gets a lot of use, doesn't it? <laughs> you going in it all the time. Maybe the office, I don't yeah. know. <laughs> Another room, essentially. All going for a walk, whatever it is. Yeah. It's like, yeah. I think sometimes you know, you think, oh, you know, if you live with someone, you've got to spend all your time with them and and that you can't, you know, you can't spend time alone because that would be rude or whatever. And it's just, I so love that Ellie just totally gets that, you know, and vice versa. Yeah. If she wants to go off and, and do something, it's, you know what I mean? Just because we're both home doesn't mean we need to be, be together 24-7. Um, and and so it's, that's an example of like doing something that feels good to me and not worrying about, you know, how will that be perceived or whatever. I just, I just do it. Um, and um, it, it's those kind of things or, you know, sometimes that is saying, you know, no to a social event that actually doesn't feel good um, or, you know, you think isn't, you know, actually going to be, I don't know, um, kind of productive for you or how you're feeling. Um, obviously trying to give as much notice as possible and, and bearing in mind their feelings and things like that. But it's just, I think sometimes we just we're kind of conditioned to think that we should say yes to everything and we should be constantly producing stuff or doing stuff. And um, I think sometimes when, especially when you're feeling, you know, low or your tank's empty, I think in order to be kind to myself, I have to do what feels good. And it sounds really obvious and it sounds like, well, yeah, duh, like, of course you do that. But actually I think a lot of the time we're not doing that. Yeah. Um, we're doing what feels good to everyone else around us all the time. Mm. And that's lovely. And there's a place and a time for that for sure. But I don't think, you know, it needs to be 24-7. And I actually think if it is 24-7, that's not being kind to yourself because it's not sustainable because you're giving, giving, giving. And you need to kind of, you know, refill your own kind of tank mm -hmm. um, in order to be able to keep supporting others. So that's probably my, my, so I'll go to sleep. I'll have a little nap. I'll get up, <laughs> put things in perspective and then I'll do what feels good to me. Oh my God. That, that is sounds, my kindness recipe. That sounds magical. And not all of those things happen in the bedroom. Thank you, mum. Okay. <laughs> um, isn't that interesting though, that your number three is very similar to my number one, asking for what you need. And what you're saying is following through on what you need by the doing of it. Um, yeah, definitely. Yeah. I and I think sometimes as well, we expect others to give us what we need. Mm. So we expect others to be kind and, you know, the compliments of others or the care of others or the attention of others is what should refill our tank. And I just think I've learned that I don't think it's totally, in my view, healthy to always rely on others to get that um, kindness. You know, I think you have to look inwards as well. Um, and I, since I've started doing that, I'm in a much better place because it means that I have even more control over how I feel. Do you know what I mean? And how I respond to things. And I'm not putting all of the expectation at other people's door doors, so to speak. Yeah. And what's interesting about that, actually, you saying that is also, I think what we sometimes expect is for other people around us to be a mind reader. So in other words, you know, oh, yeah, I, I get that you're tired. You haven't said that, though, but, I, totally. I, you know, and then when they're not doing what you think they should do because you know how you feel, but they don't, then everybody, then you get really irritated because they're not really reading your mind like you'd like them to. And then that just all snowballs. And that's the whole thing about asking for what you need, you know, yeah. making and sure think, you ask and follow through on it. 
Yeah, and I think context is everything as well. I think giving context. So what I said about, for example, turning down like a, a social situation or whatever, be honest, give the context. Do you know what I mean? Don't just expect people to get it or understand or or whatever. Like, you know, it, the nice thing to do is to just give them that context. You know, you don't have to go deep into detail. You don't have to be super vulnerable if you don't want to. But I just think you then like helping people understand what you need and, and what what's going on um and, and the reasons why you're doing like you're making the decisions that you're making if that makes sense yeah completely yeah no that's great that's really good what's um, your third and final one mum i'm on the edge of my seat oh oh i think i'm gonna i've said this so many times but it's so true oh gosh it's not it, about van gogh is it <laughs> Oh, I was told to keep speaking about Van Gogh, actually, from one of our listeners, that they loved that. Um, no, it was, that was funny, Hull. It, <laughs> it actually is for me, and it really is major for me, and that's being in nature. That's being kind to myself. And I make sure that I fit that into my day in a way where I don't compromise it. I don't feel rushed. I don't feel stressed about making sure I do it. It is an absolute, it just segues into my day. It's, um, it it, it just is absolute for me. It's my kindness to me. It's what grounds me, it centers me, and it sets me up for my day. Uh, Today, um, I had a cranial sacral appointment, um, which was great. So I had some healing work done for me today, which was very kind to myself. Um, But then instead of coming home, I walked straight to the river and spent an hour by the river. Um, not not even I, I did read a little bit of a book, but really just focusing on the peace and allowing that healing to take place. And that felt very kind to me. And nature for me is my place of upliftment and healing. And I love it. Yeah. Do you like nature? <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> So no, but I really do, and I you every, you know everything's vibrational, and nature is just an absolute is absolute perfection in its vibration, and I just really think it is such a wonderful thing to do. And if you if you haven't started it yet, and you do have nature around you that's quite close to you, it might be something worth thinking about. Just a walk, even, but again, being kind to yourself is giving yourself the time to do that, and. I've noticed sometimes with clients that when they're busy or when something goes wrong, what really serves them goes out the window. It's as if people only do what serves them when everything's going right. Mm, It's almost backwards, yeah. Yeah, It's backwards. Well, let's be kind to ourselves, especially when things aren't going well or when things feel a little bit tough and, and you want kindness, then really ramp up all of those things that help you within that space. Totally. I think that's a a great place to stop there. Um, So I really hope that, you know, anyone listening has found this helpful. I hope it's been, if anything, a useful reminder to be kind to yourself. um, And that we, you know, really hope that you're able to, to do this at this moment in time. And 
Um, thank you so much as always for listening and for joining us every week. We really, really hugely appreciate it. And if you are enjoying the episodes or even if you just want to give us some feedback, um, you should be able to rate and review depending on which platform you listen to us on. So we hugely appreciate that kind of direct feedback. It's really useful for us. Or you can get in touch with us individually and let us know or on our Living a Hell Yes Instagram. Um, and there's also if you have any ideas for future episodes, that's really useful as well. But in the meantime, we hope that you have a wonderful week. Living a hell yes. Bye-bye.